The college football experience. Nick Saban retires an SEC 2024 schedule breakdown episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and legal in 40 different states. Head to Cut. That's K-U-T-T dot com and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Look, it's free to enter and twenty thousand. $20,000 in edge boost deposit bonuses is up for grabs. Enter today at sports gambling slash NFL playoff. Once again, that's sports gambling slash NFL playoff. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. We are back on the college football experience, SEC conference schedule release and Nick Saban uh, retiring episode part a, we'll have a 30 minute segment or so on Nick Saban and Alabama uh, and what, where they're going to turn to and what this means for the SEC moving forward and for the university of Alabama. Uh, And we tackle the first nine teams alphabetically uh, as far as schedule release. Uh, The SEC just released their schedule a couple weeks ago. And this, we haven't had a chance to break it down. Now we are breaking it down. We just ended with Ole Miss. Now we're jumping over to Hale State. Jeff Levy takes over for Mississippi State. The non con for Mississippi State is a home game against Eastern Kentucky. Uh, week two, heading to Tempe, Arizona to take on Arizona State. Then week three, a, a home to Toledo. Won the MAC, or no? lost the Mac to Miami, Ohio, 10 games though. They won 10 games, uh, then home to Florida and then at Texas, then they get a bye week and then at Georgia, then home to a and M home to Arkansas, home to UMass. UMass is on every fucking sec schedule. <laughs> then at, at Tennessee, then they get a bye week and then home to Missouri and at Ole Miss on, uh, for the egg bowl there on, th- on Thanksgiving, the away games to me are brutal. I like, Okay, I don't know about Arizona State. I think year two they will be a lot better. But at Texas, at Georgia, at Tennessee, at Ole Miss, whoo, they ain't winning any of those. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe some crazy shit happens in, in the Egg Bowl, but I doubt it. I actually think they have one of the harder uh, out of conference schedules too, because I think getting Toledo uh, now UMass, okay, but Arizona State, Arizona State and Toledo, and they, the Eastern Kentucky is a decent FCS too. So like. It's it's better than some of those non cons that we were talking about. It's one P four and that and that one P four is on the road in a game where I don't know who's gonna be favored. Probably probably Arizona State. Arizona State was three and nine last year. But they, they were Maybe better like three towards point the end win of the over season. Southern Utah. But they uh, but you remember they were breaking in a brand new head coach. They were better at the end of the year than the beginning of the year. If I remember correctly, Mississippi State beat Arizona at home in overtime. Yeah, but that was kind of before Arizona really got cranking. Yeah, that was when they had Delora. Yeah, Dude, that's a great win for them last year. Yeah, I'm yeah. favoring a Hell State, especially Jeff Levy has that quick start offense. You know, okay, so the- so okay, so maybe they go four and zero out of conference. Weehawk says, "How much money is UMass getting for these SEC games?" <laughs> yeah. They're place. funding their entire <laughs> state. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, if they go four and zero in the non-con, I don't know. I, I actually favor Arizona State to win that game. I think Jaden Rashad a year two, and the fact that they can use the portal again, strengthen that. 
I favor ASU by not by much though. This is like a, yeah. to me, I would say Arizona state minus two and a half, three, uh, but it's certainly winnable for Mississippi state. If they can get Eastern Kentucky, Arizona state, Toledo, and then UMass four and oh, and then can they find two? The problem is, is they got fucked on the conference schedule. Oh, like, big time. Pff, every Here's the thing too, between the road trip to Arizona state and Toledo, I bet they drop one. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably three and one. And then like, look at that conference schedule. Maybe you get Florida, maybe you get Arkansas and Starkville, but man, at Texas, at Georgia, getting home to AM the week after Georgia, and then at Tennessee, and then you get Mizzou and Ole Miss back to back weeks, and you get Ole Miss on a short week. Yeah. Th- th- so this was my uh, second hardest in conference schedule. It's, it's absolutely brutal. The, the one like easier team, bottom rung team for me was Arkansas. Uh, but that's certainly not a, a for sure win at, you know, home versus Arkansas. Uh, that's, that might be the only game. I mean, I say, okay, at home, maybe they split the Florida and Arkansas games. Other than that, I don't see them winning any other conference <laughs> game. They have to be perfect in the non-con and beat Florida and Arkansas to go bowling. Yeah. I see them. I see them getting one of those. I don't see them winning at Texas or at Georgia or at Tennessee or at Ole Miss. They're not going to beat Missouri at home. They're probably not going to beat a and M at home. This is a brutal schedule. Yeah. What did Missouri do two years ago? I need to look that up. Uh, I think they were six and six. Yeah. Six and six. seven, yeah. six and seven. Yeah. Is there any chance that like Missouri just had a miracle? I mean, they looked really good. In fact, no, because that NIL, LSU. this is, this is why I would go back to that Tennessee thing with you, man. They're able to keep these players now. They would have never gotten Luthen Burden before. You know what I mean? Like getting him yeah. and and get, they got a top ten recruit coming in this year. They, what is their well, nil deal? They, it, they, they they can start paying pay high school while they're well. in high school. Yeah, <laughs> Drinkwitz has Drinkwitz has been recruiting well. I mean that yeah. he's bringing talent in there, and a lot a lot of people come back. I, I think Cody Schrader, the running he's, back, he's gone, made great but yeah. great uh, hires too on a staff. Well, let, uh, let me tell you this: the state of Missouri. Proved that they answered the question as to whether they're a Big Ten culture or an SEC culture by paying their <laughs> high school players <laughs> NIL money. Look, before this year started, we were saying Drinkwitz was squarely on the hot seat. He just got extended. Yeah. Well, well, this year, rightfully so. I said yeah. before this year, yeah, there was a, a lot to be left to be de- to be determined or desired. But I thought this year he proved it, and yeah, it seems like that trajectory is definitely going in the right direction. Definitely. Definitely. And the, and I don't know, Mississippi state. I don't know. I like, this is one where I'm just like, good luck. Uh, mm-hmm. This is where it gets exciting that we have a new team entering the sec and that is the Oklahoma Sooners uh, boomer sooner uh, here. I will play our, our music again uh, for, we have our own Oklahoma theme song. He's a sooner and he plays at linebacker. Uh, now this one's hilarious. Like I thought they, they got some nice breaks because they don't non-con pretty hilarious to me because home to temple week one, then home to Houston week two, then home to Tulane week three. Now maybe those are three, basically group of fives. Houston's been a P five for one year. Now Tulane and Houston are decent. Now, obviously breaking in brand new Willie Fritz left Tulane for Houston. Uh, we'll see how that does in year one, but you got to like, if you're an Oklahoma fan, you're saying, Hey, we should be three and going into week four, where you host the Tennessee volunteers in Norman. Uh, then week five, you head your first sec road game on the plains at Auburn, very winnable. And then you get a bye week So you could be going into the red river shootout, uh, five and zero. Oh, if you take care of business at home and beat a Auburn team that I think you're better than, it should be noted Texas has a bye week going into that game as well. True, true. Uh, now you had mentioned uh, Oklahoma, a guy that I haven't had as much familiarity with. Uh, they have a, a good quarterback like that was waiting in the Jackson way Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. Okay, so depending on how good he is, then it could be a great start. I think that the scary thing is their whole offensive line either graduated or transferred. Like I don't know what the I, fuck happened. But yeah, I don't think they beat Tennessee and Auburn. I think they dropped one of those. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, then you got the Red River Shootout. Now, 
Unlike Texas, who has Georgia the week after the Red River Shootout, at least they uh, they get South Carolina. And I fucked up on that uh, graphic there. That's actually in Norman. Uh, that is not in Columbia. Um, and then they head to Ole Miss week nine. Then they're home versus the Maine Black Bears uh, week ten. And then at Missouri, then they get a bye week right into uh, the SEC scheduling process. Right? Away. Yeah, yeah. Maine. Getting- yeah, as <laughs> why far is, north why is as Maine we going to Oklahoma? <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, now week thirteen and fourteen, the final two weeks of the season. Oklahoma home to arc or home to Alabama. And then at LSU. So imagine if they were to somehow make the playoff, they would play three straight weeks of home to Alabama at LSU, maybe even sec championship, or you're in the playoff the next week. That's, that's a gauntlet there. I don't expect them to be there, but I still thought they caught some breaks on this schedule though. Mainly the non-con is shit home to temple home to Houston, home to Tulane, home to Maine. You're getting you're getting two brand new head coaches at their destinations, a bad FCS last year in Maine and a shitty team in temple uh, who just lost EJ Warner to rice. So the non-con to me is, is butter soft. Uh, the conference, and that's schedule, a good thing because the conference schedule is really tough. Yeah. I was about to say I, the conference I, schedule has its challenges. It's, at, it's actually ranked my toughest. Really? If, if I, if I was assigning a, a number to each rung, well, a couple of things. First off, they only have three home conference games because, because the, because, because the red river. The, yeah, exactly. And that that's, that's big man. And then to play two of the top teams in Texas and Bama followed by at LSU at Mizzou at Ole Miss and then Tennessee and at Auburn. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Uh, they get Texas. They get Texas off a of bye. They get Alabama off a of bye, both at home. Um, you know, if they can come away with the win on that, I mean, yes, going to Ole Miss, but still, what what is their what are their what are their big stretches that are really tough? Tennessee, then at well, Auburn. I would say Alabama and L- Alabama LSU yes, back to back. Of course, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, other than the the last two games, they do have it spaced out well. Yeah, yeah, I could see them nine and one. Coming into that, they probably won't be. They'll probably be nine and one. There's no way in hell nine and one. Well, okay, I have them. I have them five and zero oh going into the bye week against Texas. Right? Okay, I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe yeah. I don't know what t- you guys just got through saying. Fucking uh, Auburn is not that good. Right? True, Auburn, but, 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 but Oklahoma's not tough. that good. At Auburn's always stuff. Auburn always beat Georgia and Alabama this year at Auburn. Okay. All right. Maybe that's a, a little tougher. I think you guys are rating Tennessee and Auburn tougher than I am um, for those games. Uh, I would expect, I think Oklahoma is way better than you guys think they are. Okay. I'll just say that, that that's apparent. Uh, I, I think they're probably five and one coming out of that Texas game and six and one coming out of South Carolina. It, well, whether they lose Tennessee, Auburn or Texas, I bet they get two or three of those. Um, I, 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 I think know. though, I think like, I don't think you're factoring in the fact that they had a super experienced quarterback in Dylan Gabriel. He's gone. Their offensive line transferred out Their their offensive coordinator and defensive maybe coordinator, Levy. maybe Levy leaving both is. coordinators. They lost their DC too. So like, I don't I, know that I would just like all of a sudden say this Venables team is, is going to have that defense ready. Honestly, okay. I have them six and four after their, after their second buy six and four uh, after their second buy. I have them losing to Texas at, I, don't I, have them, I have them losing at Ole Miss at Mizzou and either Tennessee or Auburn. So I that's the game. I wasn't looking closely enough at, at I have Missouri. them six, six and four with Bama and LSU to close things out. I got them seven and three there, but yeah, that's still, you're right. That's, that's actually that's a tough, tough, tough gauntlet, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as bullish on them. I mean, look, if, if Arnold pays off and he's, and he's way better than Gabriel, but I still think like, to me, the concerns were, I thought they were going to bring back some of the guys on the O line losing those key pieces. And then also, like I said, losing just continuity, offensive defense coordinator. Luckily they get four, they get four weeks at home to start the season. But I, I think Colby said, watch out, Oklahoma. You might be the next Arkansas. It, it might well, happen. here's the thing. Here's the thing about that is they, they aren't there yet. And, and what is Oklahoma from a talent standpoint? They're essentially Texas, right? They get all the, all the top talent from Oklahoma and they get the secondary talent from Texas, if not the first tier of talent, just because 
They've been above Texas for as long as they have. They have whooped Texas's ass over the last 20 years uh, by and large. I mean, I guess what probably 60, 40, but they are the better program than Texas over the last 20 years. Uh, and I think from a talent perspective, they're right there with Texas. And if you compare Texas against this schedule based on last year, you would say, Oh, they're going to do fine against Auburn and Tennessee. But for some reason we're, we're sleeping on Oklahoma just because Brent Venable struggled two years ago. I'm just not sold on him as a great head coach yet. Uh, ten, gr- good bounce back year, but I still thought, you know, they were in a lot of games with, if you're talking talent, the teams that had no business being as talent, you know, in the games with them, uh, according to talent, you know, he needs to prove it to me uh, a little more like a great, okay. great second, great first step. I would say uh, after a, a for tough first year, but I also thought they got a favorable schedule there in the big 12 uh, moving to the next team. Let's jump on over to uh, the Gamecocks. Patty C is your boy Beamer going to, He's going to make it because I thought this schedule was pretty fucking challenging. They open up the season in Columbia, taking on the Monarchs of Old Dominion. Then they head to Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, to take on Stoops and the Wildcats. Then they're home to LSU, followed by home to Tennessee. Then they get the Akron Zips coming into town. But I fully expect them to be two and three. maybe three and two, but uh, then they get a bye week and then home to Ole Miss. Then at Alabama, this is the hardest two game stretch. Look look at that three game stretch right there. (laughs) Look at that home to Ole Miss at Alabama at Oklahoma. Then Again, they, all ten plus win teams from a year ago. Yeah. Then you get a bye week. Then you're home to Texas A and M. Then you do get Vanderbilt on the schedule at Vandy. Uh, home to Mizzou at Clemson. How many? Te- how many bowl teams are on the schedule? Oh, oh, like Akron and who? Vanderbilt are the only two teams that didn't go bowling on the oh, schedule. Look like, like how many teams have made the the playoffs in the last like a you know, few years on that schedule? Wait, did you get the Wofford game on there, or do we? Uh, the, Missed that Did one. I fuck that. Did I fuck that up? Where's the uh, Wofford game? Uh, the Wofford's between Missouri and Clemson. Oh, you missed it. Wait, Missouri and Clemson. Oh, wait. Well, no, so, second to last. They they they, they did the, the standard SEC. So they don't play Mizzou. They don't play Mizzou then week thirteen. No, they do. Uh, Mizzou is the week before Wofford. Hmm. How did I fuck this up? So they don't get Vandy on week twelve. Uh, they have Vandy before Mizzou. So that's fine. Where's the then fuck A&M, up here? Then a bye, then <laughs> Oklahoma, Alabama, Ole Miss, bye, and then Akron. I don't know. Whatever. LSU, Kentucky, Old Dominion. Tennessee is uh, the they, one. Week four. They don't play right? Tennessee. Yeah. They don't play Tennessee. Okay. Okay. My bad. Was 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 up a <laughs> was was doing this all the way up until we hit record. So either way, just like uh, you know, teams that made the playoffs in, in recent years, like Clemson, like Alabama, like Oklahoma, like LSU, it's a tough schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and especially with he's going to get fired this four, year, right? Three of those four on the road. Yeah. Let me ask you this. A strong start often adds a lot of momentum to a season, right? Uh, I know that the road trip to Kentucky is a pretty tough game based on the, I guess, talent comparison there. Still, Beamer, that's the kind of game he would. But they lose Rattler, win. right? Rattler's going pro, right? You would think, gosh, he's so far down on the list based on where he was just a couple of years ago. Going pro? Is he going to be in the uh, UFL? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but be a, uh, a backup quarterback for uh, Birmingham? <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't like realistically say they're going to go to Kentucky and win and then also beat LSU. I could see them winning one of those two just based on Beamer getting maybe. up for some. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I would, I, they're going to be dogs in both, but yeah. I could see them coming out of it three and one out of the I first could also four, see them losing to Old Dominion. I could see that too. Old Dominion was playing pretty well I'm, last year. I'm going to say two and two. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think. That's most uh, likely. The more the, the the more 50-50 game is on the road at Kentucky. So I, I got to lean Kentucky there and then LSU, you know, beats them in Columbia. So I, I'm going to say 2 and 2. Either way, and they come out of the bye and get slapped for 3 straight weeks. Probably. Uh, they might be able to sneak up on Ole Miss though, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um and and then, you know, the 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 back 5 games. Yeah. You're going to win 2, maybe 3, but probably not. I feel like Beamer is really unpredictable in terms of uh, 
you know, when, when he's going to show up and when he isn't, I want to look back. But, at but dude, that was back in the SEC East. I feel like them getting this schedule is a lot harder. They, they still have Clemson in the non-con and you're basically at, you have LSU now on the schedule, Oklahoma and Alabama that aren't traditionally on your schedule. Yeah. They weren't that good last year. They're probably and Ole miss. They don't normally I mean, get old miss. Yeah. They went five and seven and like, yeah. What have they done to improve their roster? Yeah. I, I probably see another five and seven year loading, maybe even worse. Cause I think the schedule is harder. Might be right. Yeah. But let's see. O- ODU will give them that. Akron will give them that. Wofford will give them that. Vandy will give them that. That's four. No, that's five. No, that's, no, four. that's four. And then. So they would need to get two. I could see them like upsetting Ole Miss or Mizzou or something, but I, I just don't know that I could see them doing much more than that. Yeah, right. I, I think I think I think six and six would be a stretch here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move over and talk about those Tennessee Vols. But before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience. Uh, SEC schedule release episode and Nick Saban retirement episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official betting partner of the National Football League, and the NFL playoffs are here. Look, uh, DraftKings is bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. What are you doing, folks? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for uh, problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, uh, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bet expire uh, 168 hours after they are issued. Uh, CDKNG. Uh, dot com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. So, what are you doing, folks? Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Perfect for the NFL playoffs and college basketball. Uh, download the game time app, create that account, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, uh, CFBX redeeming code $20 off download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Next we jump on over to the Tennessee volunteers. Where's GBO farms. They need to go back to that old logo, fucking fire ass logo that they had in the early nineties. Um, oh, and yeah. Alan Cooley. Don't forget about Mr. Cooley. That's true. Who's Shout that? out to Alan Cooley too, man. I, I, how am I going to forget that? Crockett right there. He hooked <laughs> Alan Cooley hooked me up with uh, a nice gift, nice gift for, uh, for my son. So he's, he's, he's the fucking man. Yeah. He's a fucking American. Uh, now this schedule, the non-con Chattanooga, the mocks week one, Week two, they get NC State in Charlotte, neutral site game. Uh, then they get a horrible, horrible Kent State team in the MAC in Knoxville. Week three, week four, they head to Norman to take on Oklahoma. Week five, they get a bye. Then they head to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Week six, then they're home to take on the Florida Gators. Week seven, uh, followed by a home game against Alabama. Sorry, I have that miscolored in. Uh, and then they get a bye week and then they are home to Kentucky and Mississippi state before heading to Athens, Georgia and ending the season with some, some nice UTEP Vanderbilt action, uh, final two weeks of the season. Uh, I thought it was a pretty favorable schedule. Uh, yeah, that's a great schedule. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it- usually, usually when you see Bama and Georgia on your schedule, both, you don't say it's a great schedule. But all things considered, I, I tend to agree. Well, now that Bama got a little easier, yeah. Like I think they can go four and zero in the non-con because NC State's always trash. And uh, isn't it crazy though? You see Bama, Georgia, and Oklahoma on your schedule, and you're saying it's pretty easy. 
It's true. It's actually, I you, mean, historically speaking. So yeah. look, let me ask you this. Let one. alone Florida. <laughs> like, yeah. A team has won yeah. two national championships in the last 20 years. <laughs> All right. Is this easier than an SEC East schedule is the question. You still got Vandy. You still got Kentucky. You add in Mississippi State and Florida and Arkansas. Well, the good thing is you add in Arkansas and Mississippi, and Mississippi State, so you're, well, you're well, getting two of the the two worst teams. That's what I'm saying, and SEC you're not West. getting Missouri, right? So you're 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 getting rid of Missouri for Mississippi State or Arkansas, which I think is a win. Yes, at Oklahoma is challenging. I think it's a tiny bit harder, maybe tiny bit. Overall, I I think it's fairly manageable. I think there's a solid base of five pretty easy wins. When you look at Vandy, UTEP, Mississippi State, Kent State, and Chattanooga, and there's other 50 50 games like the NC State game. Yeah. You know, I mean, Uh, traditionally the SEC beats the ACC in those games, right? Yeah. And I think Tennessee is just ahead of NC State right now. You're probably right. Uh, but I mean that this will, this will be that new quarterback's first real game. True. Chattanooga, Chattanooga doesn't count Dude, But by the sec standards that we've been going through here with every other team. This is a relative cakewalk. Like you said, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Georgia, all very super tough games. Two of them on the road, Oklahoma and Georgia on the road, Alabama at home. All the but rest are very winnable. Yeah. All the rest yeah. are very winnable. To me, and if you to, win to, one to, of those, you're going to the playoff. Yep. To, to me, if you told me, who do you want? If I'm an SEC fan, who do you want in your schedule? I would say, oh, please give me Vanderbilt. Please of give course. me Arkansas. Please yep. give me Mississippi State. I would even say, give me this year Florida. And I would also home, say, yeah. I, I would like Kentucky because I think they're always flawed. Right. The, the, the team you forgot was South Carolina, which isn't on the yeah. schedule, but, yeah. but still, you have a lot of those, uh, of the easier half of the SEC for sure. So the schedule is on the easier half. And it's not like they killed themselves out of conference either. There's no road game out of conference. And the only P4 is against an NC State squad who's decent, but Tennessee is going to be favored. Yeah. And I mean, Tennessee favored by what? Seven, not. You think a touchdown? Think a full touchdown? Seven. You're probably right. You're probably right. What What do you think Tennessee goes against this schedule? Nine and three. Well, the Bama game just came a lot more winnable, a lot more winnable in my opinion. Um, I figured they win one they of those three that they probably they, would be dogs in, and they lose one of the other games that te- they, in typical Tennessee fashion. Maybe they get probably right two two losses, three losses. Yeah. I think nine and three. That's playoff good, I think. I don't think I, nine and three is. I think ten and two might be. No, yeah. I think other teams are gonna I think two losses regular season, you're definitely within the, the mix. I think three losses now. You know what makes for a huge game is the Oklahoma game. Because if they lose that game, I don't because I, I think they'll then lose to Georgia and then the the odds are they'll probably get one more upset somewhere. I mean, it sounds crazy, but don't sleep on at Arkansas. Like how many times has Tennessee played at Arkansas? Yeah. I feel like that's, a, that's like a sneaky game. Arkansas is still like a top 30 recruiting team. It's not like they're trash. Like if they put it together for a game, they can, you know, go man for man with Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, let's hop on over and talk about the team that everyone hates the Texas Longhorns. All right. <laughs> This schedule here, Texas Longhorns, hook 'em horns. First year in the SEC. This is how the, sh- the schedule breaks out. Week one, and shout out to them being the only SEC team without an FCS opponent. That I will say, credit to you there, Texas. Uh, week one, they are getting the Colorado State Rams and Jay Norvell. Week two, they head to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Will Jim Harbaugh Ooh, be the head coach there? Fun game. That is week three. UTSA. That Frank Harris is gone, but hey, maybe they got some some. Some new hot shot Owen McCown ready to uh or, to uh, Eddie Lee Marburger. Yeah, Eddie Lee Marburger. <laughs> there we go. Week that guy's f- gonna assassinate a president one day. <laughs> <laughs> week four, we get ULM. Uh and then week five. I mean, it's it's a if they beat Michigan, they'll be five and oh. The big if. Yeah. Uh big if. Mississippi State week five. They get a bye week, week six, and then this is where the the two game stretch here, the Red River Shootout, followed by a home game. And my, I love how I have Tuscaloosa <laughs> on there, uh, uh, followed by the Georgia Bulldogs. That's in Austin. 
You got to remember, I was rushing to get this thing done before. Yeah, I'm just gonna say you're gonna anger a lot of people there, but right. yeah, uh, we, we get it. Either way, it's in Austin, Texas, Georgia, and Oklahoma back to back weeks. Then they head to Vandy, then uh, bye week, then they're home to Florida, then at Arkansas, and then which I like that game back on the schedule, and then uh, home to Kentucky and at Texas A&M. Here's what I was thinking, guys. If they lose, I figured they're going to lose three games. Michigan, either Oklahoma or Georgia, and A and M. And then that would probably have them out. It, it Why do you have them losing A and M? Because A and M is more talented, and Mike Elko's there. Yeah, more talented. Than what do you mean they had the number one recruiting that? class two years ago, and uh, all those guys we, uh, are there? We, we come on. <laughs> Now you're going to use recruiting classes to tell us. Well, about that's how we judge Texas. <laughs> Texas never has a better recruiting uh, class than A and M. I mean, we looked at the uh, 24 seven composite on uh, who actually is the more talented team. Are we just talking out of our ass here? Uh, I would assume that uh, Texas is the more talented team. Well, I'll tell you this: I'll take Mike Elko every single time ever against Steve Sarkeesian, especially in hey, college you're station. Lying, you're not lying. Texas A and M is number four on the. Uh, 2023 talent composite, uh, Texas number six. I would say that's a, a negligible talent uh, advantage that AM has. And so, I, I would mean, say quarterback play strongly favors Texas. Not not so against Mike Elko. Here's the interesting thing. Like, if you look at their in conference schedule, I think the SEC, you know, gave Texas like an open mouth kiss welcome to the league. They play Vandy, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Florida. Uh, you know, the only bad team they don't play is South Carolina. So right off the bat, you know, not too bad, but then to throw in the at Michigan game out of conference, that's what makes their overall schedule tough. Well, and the at a and M game, dude, I'm telling you, a and M fans sure. wanted that game forever. You know, that pisses me off so bad that all the other newcomers to the sec got the shaft for years on end from a scheduling standpoint and Texas waltzes in there and yeah. just gets you know, uh, royal treatment. Yeah. But still, so they basically have a four game schedule, Michigan, Oklahoma, Georgia, and M Arkansas has had their number lately. I just said at Arkansas can be tricky. They've had their number lately, but yes, I would agree that the the other games aren't very, if they can handle those eight, then you have a, a four game schedule. If they split, they're a contender for the playoffs. If they do better, they're in. If they do worse, they're out. <laughs> there you go. Ten and two or nine and three. That's Texas to me. Is that what you guys are looking at there? I'm thinking nine and three. It depends on Harbaugh. If Harbaugh leaves, then that Michigan game becomes much more winnable. Sure. Yeah. And McCarthy. Uh I mean, Texas did just win in Tuscaloosa this year. So they can go on the road. It's not like it's gonna be bad but, weather. But I do have A and M beating Texas. Wait, Tuscaloosa. Oh My, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, they can go into a difficult oh, environment. I have Texas beating Oklahoma this year. Yes, so, me too. But, but and then you got Georgia and Austin and at Michigan. Dude, Georgia, at, it's know. where they catch them though. That's so great. The week after that crazy fucking roller coaster, they normally get a bye week after that game, or, yeah, or you know they, that that that's what's gonna get them nine and three. Here's the thing: I don't see Texas losing to any of these other eight teams. That you know, I don't see it at all. You know, Arkansas, uh, maybe I don't really see them losing to Arkansas. No, I don't. Uh, I think they've established themselves as a pretty damn good team. Texas has, and Arkansas has a long way to go. I think they're even on a bad day in Arkansas. I think Texas wins that game. There are four losable games. I'm a little less bullish on a and M, even though it is, it's probably going to be a better game than I I realized or, or have thought it would be. So I think four losses is the absolute floor. For Texas, but I think it's between nine and three and ten and two. You know what that Texas Texas A and M game is next next year? It's the Kentucky Louisville game this year, where where Colby told us that Louisville was going to beat Kentucky. But the only difference is they didn't. Kentucky's talent composite. <laughs> they should have. Kentucky's <laughs> talent composite. Yeah, they should have too. Uh, Kentucky's <laughs> talent composite is better than Louisville's, whereas A and M's is better than Texas's. And uh, just to me, come on. I feel pr- like I feel much better about Texas's chances at Michigan than they, than I do at A and M. How can you say that? Because 
I think really you do. <laughs> I do. I dude. I think Mike Elko walks- is little brother. <laughs> I have what? shown it a million times. Like I really, I, I yes. love the projection played for in 20 a- years. I love the projection for AM, but how can you say that game's tougher than at Michigan right now? Uh, because I would be a Jim Harbaugh is going to be suspended that game. Uh, B I, I just think that to me, a and M has been waiting for this. They probably have. I mean, I, I agree. It's a very tough game and I could definitely see Texas losing, but it's kind of hard to say it's tougher than the team. So that won even the even if Harbaugh comes back a lot, even if Harbaugh <laughs> comes back, he's not there for that game. That doesn't well, matter. I mean, they beat they beat well. They beat Ohio State this year. It didn't yeah, matter. Sure. Sure. What but not by say? much. Not by much. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a close game. I mean, Michigan just didn't beat Washington by much. I, I guess the final score, but still, either way, it's kind of tough to make that argument considering Michigan just won the national championship yeah. See, and they bring back you, a lot. You, you, probably. You ready for the other side of the argument? Is Elko by week fourteen? He's not a first year coach at that point. Wait. Okay, say Harbaugh is back. Then, then what's harder at Michigan in week three, or at week two, uh, or week, week two, two yeah. or at A and M in week whatever thirteen or fourteen? I think at A and M's harder. You're out of your mind. <laughs> really? Look, Elko <laughs> by week fourteen of year one is not doesn't have it as dialed in as. But when Harbaugh he walks does. into a more talented team and he's a better head coach than Steve Sarkeesian, so he's at home. You gotta like that. To me, more I'll play than the middle here. Look, I, I'm a middle kid, so I'm the the you know the the, the <laughs> get along guy, peacemaker, the, the peacemaker. Now I agree. Like I saw what Elko did in year one at Duke, which was fucking phenomenal. With 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 nowhere near the talent he's going to have at A and M, he turns he turned Duke's defense, which was god awful the year before he got there, the couple of years before he got there, and he turned them into a really good defense. Year one. With basically the same roster, somehow, I, it's it's still he still did a magic trick to to how that defense was playing. So I do expect A and M to be a lot better. But come on, you still can't say Wait, that's the uh, on, uh, at Michigan, the big house. Big house is bullshit. They didn't play anybody in the non-con. All right, Get the fuck out of here with this shit. All right, they barely got by Ohio. They play the what? The Big Ten sucks. All right, they play. They beat up a shitty conference. I see Noah in the chat. Noah, if you were the producer here, you could chime in here and talk <laughs> shit against Colby because stand up for your boys that just won the national well, championship. Well, no, no, Noah, should, well, he, he should be quiet when he says that because he didn't want to play Texas. He wanted to play Washington. Why did you not want to play Texas? <laughs> did you guys see the stat that matter. I posted on Twitter? What's that? Texas uh, or Michigan didn't play a single team that finished in the top 45 in both offense and defense <laughs> the entire season. <laughs> They didn't play uh, one single team that had both a good offense and a good defense. It's not their fault. Florida State wasn't in the playoffs. That's true. (laughs) It's true. Uh, It's it's okay. Enjoy that co-national championship. Uh, Let's talk about Mike Mike Elko in year one because this is the team that I think I think they're going to be in the playoff next year. The non-con week one. He gets Notre Dame in college station against his former quarterback, Riley Leonard. What better situation to know the weaknesses of your fucking quarterback from the past two seasons. Then after that, they're home to McNeese, then at Florida, then home to Bowling Green. Then they get Arkansas and Jerry's world. After that, they're home to Missouri, which I think is the biggest game of the year for Texas A&M. Then they are home to, or then they have a bye week Then they're at Mississippi state home to LSU at South Carolina, another bye week. Then they get New Mexico State at Auburn and home to Texas. This team's in the playoffs. Put them in there right now. Put them <laughs> in there right nice now. Schedule, that schedule's incredible. Look at those away games. At Florida, they suck. At Mississippi State, they suck. At South Carolina, they suck. At Auburn, they're struggling. They are cakewalking their way to the. Fu- if they can get by Notre Dame, it's a lock. Yes. Yes. We That's still need to see incredible. who they are, okay? AM has underachieved for the past couple of years, granted with a totally different head coach, but still. Can we see them play a few games first? Dude. Yeah, we probably should. What know? do you mean? He's a new coach. He, he had no one at Duke. They were starting players you never even fucking heard of. He, now he walks in, Connor Wegmans is back. Uh they, 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 dude, they're gonna be nasty. That uh, here's another thing. Elko's defense when he left, look how bad AM's defense was. After he left, oh yeah, 
this, oh, yeah. this is, this is cakewalk. This is a cakewalk. The other thing they're going to the playoffs. This team, what did Jim Fossil say? Three. This team's going to the playoffs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Only three true home games in conference because of that bullshit Arkansas game. That's a home game. Yeah. In Jerry's world, they're going to win it. I think, I mean, really, if you're looking I mean, can they uh, look in the first five games, they have Notre Dame, Florida, and Missouri. What's their schedule in those five? first five games? Oh yeah. The record five and oh, I'm I sorry, think they're I'm five and oh, what's the record? Yeah. I don't know. Notre Dame is a, a coin flip. That's they six games. Nick. That's six point. games. But yeah, it's not a coin flip. No, they're gonna fuck up Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Was pretty fucking good I, last. I'm not year. including no. McNeese. Okay, I'm not including McNeese. That's the win. Okay. Or Bowling Green. So basically, it comes down to can they beat Notre Dame, Florida, and Missouri? A and M. I have them. I have them dropping one of those. Re- I have no idea how you're so confident that A and M is gonna beat Notre Dame. None. Notre Dame's not a good team. What does Notre, Notre Dame, Dame should ever have beaten Ohio State? But they, they didn't, Pat, and they right haven't. Beat they haven't Ohio beaten State, anybody they like that. Been fucking eleven for and two, twenty fucking years. This year, you're living off some Jerome Bettis bullshit. Oregon State. Right? Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll be four and a half, five point I favorites saw against Notre Dame. Threw out somebody threw out Marcus Freeman for the the head coaching job at Alabama, and I was like, what? Why? <laughs> You can recruit, <laughs> but yeah, it's a little early for that. You can also lose a Stanford, um, so, but that same person yeah. threw out James Franklin. I was like, what? <laughs> Why? No, to me, the yeah. big game, I don't, it's not the Notre Dame game. It's the Missouri game. I think sure. the Missouri well, I mean, game is the one to circle. They're winning at Florida. I think they win by double digits at Florida. I agree with that. You're probably right. I'm saying it's, it's game three. Dude, is yeah, the quarterback? At the swamp. Wegman started the past two years. Yeah, he's just he's solid. Dude, their team is it's nasty. Nice their nice roster is nasty. You guys are so fucking well. I can well, understand naive. now. You're so naive on the roster. Yeah. You're so high on them against Texas at home because if they're coming into that game ten and one, the hype level in fucking College Station is going to be through the fucking roof, and they probably have a better chance than they would if they were like a nine and three team. And this has to be the easiest road schedule in conference. Yes. Still, do, do they go four and zero on the road? Yes. Do they, do they win at Florida and at yeah. Auburn? Yes. Those are tough places to play, man. Dude, they get Auburn the week before the fucking Iron Bowl. And it's also the great week before spot. Texas, Texas A&M. It, yeah, but it's a great That's spot. A big game too. That's a look at. But they, but no, but it, but they're in College Station. It's a little different. No, well, Texas is at Auburn for that game. I know that, but I'm saying the Texas game is at home, so it's a little it's still a look at yeah. spot. <laughs> if Auburn's sitting there at like They're six going, and five, I would be shocked if Texas A and M is not in the playoffs. I'll put it like that. Shocked? Oh, yes. Look, I look. I like your prediction. I, you know, this is not like Brom. Brom didn't have the talent. A and M has the talent. That schedule's easy as fuck, and they have they already have the talent. It's just been sitting there waiting for a good coach. So What's their me? hardest road game? Yeah, it's Auburn. It's Auburn week thirteen. <laughs> Look, they're probably I going think, to the playoffs. <laughs> I think they're in the mix for the playoffs for sure. But tell me how many teams from the SEC make the playoffs, and tell me those teams. Uh, A and M's playing. Is it is it four? A and M's playing for the SEC championship game too. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on how many Big Ten teams. So I, until we do the Big Ten, I can't really fully answer that question. But yeah, I would think three or four. It's okay. definitely gonna be three or four for sure. Yeah. But to have them for sure in the playoffs, I think you need to determine that first. You know what the you know what the SEC championship game is gonna be, dude? It's gonna be Missouri <laughs> against A and M. And that would so much prove your point about unbalanced conference scheduling. That would be hilarious. I'm almost rooting for it now. I, I, I Missouri versus a and I mean, I really think you're insane to not think that to not think that. So LSU just lost their starting their Heisman trophy quarterback. No, I do think A&M has a and chance. I, I agree, yeah. but I think there's probably six teams in the sec that have a chance, but they don't play. The they don't play Georgia. They don't play Bama. So they're going to, that there there won't be a tiebreaker there. They'll have a better record because they don't play them. But I I, I argued Missouri might have the, the better chance over A and M. That would be because hilarious too, Mizzou A and M because the Big Twelve. But anyway, what were you gonna say? 
Sorry. I, I, I didn't think, you know, Mizzou because the coach has been there for more than a year or he's not brand new. He's been there for, four, I think it's his fourth year next year. They have also a similar easy schedule and they have more returning production than I can trust. I would agree of that. If the game was in Columbia, the fact it's in college station, I just don't see them winning that. I think it's a, that's I, a fair point. Yeah. Uh, and but that's I, just one of the other teams that could possibly go. You still have Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and others. Yes, but their schedules are much harder than A and M's and Mizzou's. Once again, I don't think I don't Louisville- think it's a guarantee that fucking A and M goes. But I think based on that schedule, they're kind of right in that. Look, I, I love the hot take. It's fucking January tenth. The, the <laughs> season is is like two. Buddy, <laughs> we're we're two days removed from the national championship game. So why not throw a fucking hot take out there? And I know, I know you, you'll still have this hot take in August. Uh, and I love it because it it's, it's grounded in reality because it could come true. The, I feel I, better about saying, this than I do the Louisville one. The Louisville one I'm, was like, okay, I just think Brown can make it work with some guys like this well, and one. They, and they were, and they were in the SC, the ACC. So they could make it work easier with some guys. Well, no, their schedule too. Like their schedule right. aligned. Uh, this is the same sure. schedule as Louisville essentially. And uh, except they're the most talented team, arguably in the country from a co- composite rank. And then you put in a very good coach. I think this is a smash spot. Weren't you yeah. high on a and this year too, though, coming into coming into this year, I took the over, but I've never been high on Jimbo fish, any Jimbo Fisher coach team. That's true. Yeah. Here's what you're even though all of these are at home. And so that's, that's a big factor. Obviously Notre Dame, Missouri, LSU, and Texas, you might not give Notre Dame the credit, but they they could even lose two of those, but I don't think they're going to lose two. a 10 and two a and M team. If they lose two of those, which all four are at home, you're right. Uh, I still think they could lose one on the road too, between that Florida and at Auburn. They're not losing at Florida, Auburn. Maybe I'll buy, but Florida, get the fuck out of here. They're going to destroy. They might win by 21 fucking points, dude. <laughs> yeah. I kind of I agree st- with Colby here. I still think in the swamp, you know, Florida is not a pushover in the swamp. They beat Tennessee last year. Who is it? Who is their quarterback this year? Was it Graham Mertz? Uh, Mertz. He's, He's back he next had year. A pretty good year. <laughs> I don't know for by his standards. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyway, okay, we got one more team. But before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that is US based and legal in 40 different states. And look, they have P2P social betting. And look, it's, it's the best way to bet. Bet directly against your friends and, and, you know, other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. Uh, plus, tons of fun social features that give, give it a feel of basically like a social network of betting uh, cut offers, lower VIG and fully customizable odds, create your own bets. That's always fun. Uh, cut handles the payment side of things too. So you never have to chase down old, old, uh, old Billy with the old baseball bat. You owe me money. You piece of shit. No, you don't have to do that. All right. Uh, social features include uh, group chats, betting leaderboards, head to head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much, much more. So what are you doing folks? Head to cut.com. That's K U T T.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Look, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash the fuck in people. Uh, so what are you doing? Watch along, make picks, and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you do sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN underdog will double your first deposit to a hundred, uh, up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays, download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN. You get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. All right, let's hop on over and talk about the team. Everyone's staying for go doors, <laughs> Vanderbilt Commodores. So that everybody's waiting to hear everyone's waiting. Uh, so the non-con well, no week one, they are home to the Virginia tech Hokies. 
Patty C, is that a win? That should that, that that's that's a hard L after how the Hokies performed at the end of the year. Uh week two, they're home to Alcorn State, who's breaking in a new head coach. Week three, they head to Fulton County Stadium. Blast from the past at Georgia State. Uh week four, they're at Mizzou. They get a bye week after that, week five. Uh week six, they're home to Alabama, then at Kentucky. Then they got a random Mac game in week eight is their home to ball. Patty sees ball state Cardinal uh, week nine. They are home to Texas before week 10. They head to the plains to take on Auburn. Uh, they also week 11. They, they uh, are hosting South Carolina week 12. They get a buy and then they're at LSU and home to Tennessee to cap off the season. So the non-con is Virginia tech, Alcorn state at Georgia state and home to ball state lighter non-con than normal, but still, a random away game at Georgia state. Give him a little cred. Your, th- your thoughts, Nick, my thoughts are there are two and two. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three and one. I was, I was disappointed with Clark Lee last year. I thought Vandy would be better. Their whole team over. transferred by the way. Yeah. I'm not high on Vandy. I think uh, their two wins this year might be all corn state and ball state there. So they're what they're Two in Ball State. They're is a top, little bit. Yeah, they're two. Question. Their top two quarterbacks transferred out. One of them to LSU. I forget where the other one went. Their top. I saw Will, Will Shepard went to Colorado. They're and, a very very good receiver. And their other starter went to Georgia. Like their yeah. whole fucking team got picked in the portal. Uh, this team's gonna suck. Um, yep. But I see Virginia. I, I see the Hokies. I see some uh, some drone strikes. Hello. And, uh, I see the Hokies uh, be- beating their ass pretty bad. Where are the wins? What build me a a, a bull run here? Six and six. <laughs> get out of here. They got <laughs> six and six. They got to get the Hokies week one. Then Alcorn State and Georgia State. They got to start off three and zero. Oh. Then Ball State. Ball State four and South Carolina. Maybe maybe pull off an upset against Auburn. At Auburn, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I'll see that happen. Let, let me let me uh, concern you a little bit about that Ball State game. Uh, they played in two one-score games against the uh, two MAC champions in the last half of the season—a two-point or a seven-point loss against Toledo, and a two-point loss against Miami of Ohio. And in uh, in the other four games in the last half of their season, they had three wins and a three-point loss. I think uh, they were figuring it out. Ball State at the end of the year, maybe they hand. Vanderbilt a loss. Mm. I just think the funny thing is, is that I don't think I'm, I don't think it's coincidence that that Bama and Texas have road games at Vandy. Yeah, I think the SEC scheduled that. They're like, all right, you know, let's have one of your road games be a be a, a gimme. Yeah, the, yeah, for Bama and for Texas, you know, two of their three darlings. So yeah, it's come on, m- moving along. Vandy sucks. They're gonna have an awful year. It's only getting tougher. Yeah. Again, if you're a championship caliber team, you want your hardest games at home. If you're trying to go bowling, you want your hard games on the road and your easy games at home. Uh, these are the putting uh, Alabama and Texas at Vandy. Um, that's that's helping them get to the championship. And so, Tennessee, yeah. And Tennessee. Well, that have yeah, but yeah, um, that's one of the protected ones. Uh, uh, yeah. Where the hell am I at? Let me get rid of this Vanderbilt schedule. Um, folks, uh, so hold on. Let's talk about what is the hardest schedule, Nick? I I mean, it's clear Florida, right? For sure. With their out of conference by far, hands down. They are insane to schedule that. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I thought the SEC had a blueprint on how on how you succeed in the postseason. You switch the like samples. <laughs> it seems like they want to fire their coach. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Like I I don't know how far in advance they schedule all these games, but they're they're absolutely insane. You almost feel Miami, sorry for Florida them. State and UCF on their out of conference schedule. Yeah, for sure you do. Uh, then then you remind yourself that he's getting the buyout's probably like thirty million. You're like oh, he'll be fine. Uh, but <laughs> and, um, and he'll probably get hired back at uh, Louisiana Lafayette when they <laughs> fire Dave Formo. That's true. Uh, so I ranked the uh, the toughest schedules. Uh, obviously, the Saban news dropped after that. But the, for me, the hardest non cons were one Florida, two LSU, three Texas, four Vanderbilt, five Georgia, six Mississippi State, seven Alabama, eight South Carolina, nine Texas A and M, ten Kentucky, eleven Arkansas, twelve Tennessee, thirteen Oklahoma, fourteen Ole Miss, fifteen Auburn, sixteen Mizzou. My overall 
schedule. That was just non-con. Uh, hardest schedule was Florida, number one. Two, South Carolina. Three, LSU. Four, Arkansas. Five, Mississippi State. Six, I did have as the Texas Longhorns. Seven, uh, and mainly that's that Michigan game. Seven is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Eight is Vanderbilt. Nine is Tennessee, which actually I think I, that has moved up some now that I think about it, or further back, that is. Uh, 10, Oklahoma. 11, Kentucky. 12, Georgia. 13, Auburn. 14, Ole Miss. 15, Texas A&M. And 16, Missouri. Does that sound accurate? I think that's pretty fair. And again, one of the reasons why we, we kept on mentioning Texas A&M, Old Miss and Missouri for possible playoff teams is that you have them ranked 14th, 15th and 16th. As far as overall schedule, not only well, you take Ole Miss and Missouri, they're teams that I've won 10 games this past year, 10 plus games this past year. And then throw in AM with the talent, the new head coach. I mean, that's why I think they're in the mix with Georgia, Bama, Texas, potentially others, LSU, I, Oklahoma, you know, but I, I really think the SEC has maybe six teams, you could argue, if not more, that have a, a decent chance. You know, the, the fans are hopeful that they could make it into this new expanded playoffs, but obviously it's only going to be three or four, probably four. So do we know that? I mean, because look, we, we, we've, we've seen Florida with uh, two losses, get in over, get into the new year, six over a one loss, uh, 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 Washington state team. We just saw Alabama with one loss, get over to the college football playoff over an undefeated Florida state team. So maybe we start to see some three loss teams squeak into the college football playoff. Maybe it's, Maybe it becomes five. We've well, always well, been that's a little bit be the shocked new drama. by how much they fucking help the SEC right. out. It's gonna be. It's possible. I mean, if, if you look at twelve, Colby and I talked about this before, and, and apparently it's not really determined yet as far as yeah. how many D five teams will be. Yeah, for the first two years, right now they thought it was gonna pass this past week as far as six, uh, or I'm sorry, five auto bids and seven at larges. Uh, that did not pass right now that, so they're going to vote again next week. They thought they had that right now. It's still six and six because the contract says for the first two years, six and six, meaning that would be two group of fives right now, two group of fives being that the, the top two conference. We need, yeah. we need the group of five to make noise. We need them. To so yeah. let's just say it's two group of five, which, which leaves I, 10 I, teams. I, I tend to think it's going to be the other one though. They're going to strong arm them and say, do you want us yeah. to leave you behind? And then they're right. going to have to fucking cave in. Okay. So, so, so if it's 11 P fours, we know the big 12 and ACC are going to get one each, which would be nine. Let's talk about that for a second though. Cause there's the, the way the big 12 has 18 teams. The ACC has 17. I think it's highly likely, especially in the big 12 that you might have a one or two loss team, not make the championship game. Highly likely or unlikely? I think it's highly likely because of the okay, schedule. Yeah, 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 for sure. So would you so, keep so, out like let's say Utah goes ten and two? Would you put a nine and three A and M in over a ten and two Utah? Well, uh, precedent was set this year, taking Alabama over Florida State. It, it, so records don't matter anymore. We and we know so the twelve know and, and this is why you need auto bids is because the twelve teams already flawed. Yes. It's already yes. flawed so, from the start. I mean, there's gonna be years where the ACC or the Big Twelve gets two in, but I guarantee you the SEC and the Big Ten are gonna get at least three in every year, if not four, because they are the major power players. Yeah, I would say uh, between the Big Ten and the SEC, expect seven on average. Between yes. the Big Twelve and the ACC, expect four on average, two each maybe. And then expect one from the, um, there you go from the, from the group G5. of five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe Notre Dame takes one of the ACC. That's true. That's Notre Dame schedule is so easy next year too. Uh, even yeah. if they lose to a and M, which the, which I think they will, but uh, folks, we'll be back next week to talk the big 10. We're going to go through every single team in the big 10. Uh, that'll be an even longer show because there's two more teams. Uh, well, there might not be any Nick Saban news on the front end. True. 
Uh, True. Of course, there may be Jim Harbaugh news. Yeah. Hello. Ah. Yeah. Or James Franklin news, apparently, according to you. Uh, Franklin well, to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, we'll, we'll get over that in about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Like I said, next week, the Big Ten folks will be back with the college basketball experience in about an hour here. Uh, and let's go. All right. Uh, until next time, this is the college football experience. Subscribe on YouTube, by the way. Subscribe. I see all the people watching this shit. Subscribe. Uh, anyway, until next time, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run Let's go.